Hello, friends. This is Joe McGarry, and welcome to the Fully Focused Podcast. I am your host for this podcast, and this podcast, my friends, has been a long time coming. I have been wanting to create this podcast for a long time, and I am so happy to have our very first episode. And let me just tell you, this is an exciting moment for me. This is my first solo podcast that I'm going to create episodes for you. And occasionally I'm going to bring on guests. Occasionally I may do something completely different, but for the most part, I am going to be here each and every week to talk about how we all can be fully focused in our life. And I'm going to go into uh, that a little bit more here in this episode, but I'm going to talk about it again and again as we journey together on ways that we will experience not only focus in our life, but also transformation. Now, let me just give you a little bit of history of why I am so excited about this podcast Like I said, I've been wanting to create it. There's been iterations of this podcast, this solo hosted podcast over the years. Um, Stepping Towards Transformation was a podcast um, that I did a couple episodes of. The Joe McGarry Show uh, that I did a couple of episodes of. I even toyed with the idea of calling this Transformation with Joe as a podcast. That's a little hashtag that I've kind of put out there is transform with Joe. Um, And nothing has really stuck until recently. Uh, Recently, I became a full focus planner certified pro. So full focus planner is this planner uh, designed by Michael Hyatt and his company. And it is just a fabulous planner. And I absolutely love it. I've been using it since 2017. Um, And when I say use it, I mean that I have had a subscription. I've used it most of the time. I haven't always been perfect with it. I have to admit that. But the last two years, I have really stepped up my game in utilizing the planner to its full potential. And after I became a certified pro, I said fully focused, full focus, fully focused. Why don't I have a podcast that talks about how we can be fully focused? Why don't I become a fully focused coach to help those people out there who need help focusing like I need help focusing, right? And I have just grabbed onto it. I I became inspired to start this podcast and having a number of episodes, uh, weekly episodes. I want to say that I'm going to have 52 episodes. So I'm here each and every week for you is one of my goals for this year. It's right in the very front of my planner where I have all my goals. It says fully focused podcast, 52 episodes. So here I am with episode one. Happy New Year, as you are listening to this. When it first comes out, it is the first week of 2022. If you are listening to this 
years down the road, happy new year to you perhaps, or maybe it's in the middle of the year. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope that you are having a wonderful day. And there are many exciting things that are happening for me this year. I have this podcast. And if you uh, follow me on social media, you see that there is a lot going on in my life, a lot that I am looking forward to. And in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how you can be fully focused and how you can have a full life personally and professionally. But if you don't know me, I just want to take this opportunity during this very first episode to give you a short summary of who I am and what I have done. I grew up in New England. I have strong ties to four different states in this region. I grew up in the state of Vermont. I spent a lot of time in New Hampshire, especially at Camp Calumet, a Lutheran camp that I went to growing up. I worked at during the summers. I worked at on the year-round staff uh, for a number of years. I became um, a, a Lutheran pastor in the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. I went to seminary in Philadelphia. Uh, my first congregation that I served was in upstate New York, just outside of Syracuse and uh, St. Mark's Lutheran Church, and it was a fabulous church. It still is a fabulous church. And then after a number of years, my wife and I wanted to come back to New England, so we uh, came back and went to Gardner, Massachusetts, where I served a congregation there for a number of years. Again, another fabulous congregation with tons of amazing people in that congregation. And then there was this opportunity to become what is called in the church a redevelopment pastor, which means I have a, um, a congregation where I am the pastor of, and I um, serve that congregation. Uh, and, and the hope is that, like in many congregations, I am able to help that congregation find itself a little bit, uh, help that congregation connect with the community, uh, and, and really be more of a sustainable congregation. So now I am the pastor, the redevelopment pastor of Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Kensington, Connecticut. And I love being a pastor. It's one of the most fulfilling things in my life is to be a pastor, to serve the church, to make connections with people. I am an extroverted person. I am an ENFP in the Myers-Briggs. And one of the reasons I became a pastor was to be able to connect with people and hear their faith story. You know, when I was on the year-round staff at Camp Calumet, uh, there was tons of congregations that came up throughout the year. There was youth groups, there was families, there were senior adults. Uh, it, it, the place was filled all the time. And what I loved most is to connect with people, to get to know people, to hear their story of their life of faith. I loved forming those relationships, and I quite honestly was sad when they left. Uh, so I, I prayed about it. I talked with people. I had this time of discernment of what I wanted to do and where do I want to go. So I eventually went to seminary, and I became a pastor, and, and I was a pastor. I got ordained in 2008 in the ELCA. So for about 10 years, I was completely satisfied 
with my job as a pastor. And I still am to a certain degree, but in 2018, I went to a conference called Free the Dream, hosted by Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft. And it was an amazing weekend. My wife went with me. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. And we were able to connect with people. And we were able to hear inspirational speakers. And, and throughout that entire weekend, I felt the Holy Spirit moving inside of me. I knew that God was speaking to me in a certain way. And I started to take the time during that weekend to listen to what God was saying to me. And what I felt God saying to me is that I needed to take my gifts, my skills, my abilities to another level. What I felt God telling me during that weekend is that I needed to be be a coach. Now, I was very familiar with coaching. I have been part of a monthly coaching group for my entire ministry. There's been different people as I've kind of moved around that's been a part of that. We've had a coach meet with us, and it has been one of the most helpful things in my ministry. I probably would have left ministry many years ago if I didn't have that uh, relationship. I was part of a a coaching group when I went to Free the Dream, um, a health and fitness coaching group led by Chris Pavone, and that was an amazing group, and, and I just felt that I have gotten so much out of coaching that I wanted to find ways to help others experience what I was experiencing. And I thought one of my favorite things about ministry is these one-on-one relationships, and, and as a coach, I would be working with people one-on-one, and I would be taking my skills of pastoral care into a, a different level as I not necessarily tell people what I think, but enable people to think for themselves, enable people to find ways that they are able to connect with God and other people on their own. So I started to utilize my gifts and skills. I started to read books about what it meant to be a coach. I I looked for opportunities to become a coach. Now, in my church, the ELCA, there is a coaching program, and I heard about it before, and I was somewhat interested in it before, but it wasn't really anything on my heart that I said, this is what I needed to do. But after this conference, I said, this is what I needed to do. This is what I need to do for myself and for other people. I knew that there are people out there who, who need a coach, who want a coach, who are longing to have that connection to help them in their life and their ministry. So I found a, a coaching program through the ELCA. It was actually happening again at Camp Calumet. So I attended that. I learned a lot about that. And then I saw that there's a level two for, for ELCA coaching, and I attended that. That was a virtual event, and I became a, a coach for mission developers and redevelopers, and that was an amazing thing. And then the church had another opportunity where I could be certified as a professional coach through the International Coaching Federation. Now, this was something that I looked at, but it was something that I said, maybe down the road, once I 
figure out how to pay for it and, and how to be a part of it and when to go and how to go and where to do it and all this other stuff. I had all these questions. I had these limiting beliefs saying, this is something that's going to be down the road that I'm not able to do right now. But my friends, God had a different plan, right? God had a plan where I saw an opportunity to become a professionally certified coach through the International Coach Federation through a grant. And this was paid for, and there was some expenses for me, and and I have to uh, do some other things as part of the grant, but I said, this is a perfect opportunity for me. So I spent a year virtual because of COVID, but I spent a year virtually training to be a coach, meeting with this group of 40 individuals and learning from what I would consider one of the best coaches that are out there, And now I am fully trained as a professionally certified coach. And I have spent this last year getting my coaching hours and doing all the other requirements that are needed to become certified through ICF. And I am so excited about that. This is is something that I don't think would have happened in my life for another eight to 10 years if it wasn't going to that Free of the Dream conference. I had this dream inside of me. It became clear, and I was able to take steps in order to accomplish it. Now, the other thing I did in 2021 was I became a board member for the Christian Coaches Network International. It's sort of like ICF, but it is for specifically Christian coaches. And so I spent the last year getting to know other Christian coaches, other pastors who are coaches, other people who, like me, have a strong faith and and pray that the Holy Spirit is active in the lives of the people that we coach. And it has been a wonderful organization and something that I will probably talk about more as we go on in this podcast. Now, just my history in podcasting, I've been podcasting since 2010. I have, uh, first I podcast the sermons that I preached on a Sunday morning. So I would record and I would find ways to upload those podcasts to the internet. And I've had success over the years in doing that and, and some failures and I am very thankful that I have uh, learned a lot over those years. But then in 2015, I started a podcast called The Two Bald Pastors with my friend Jeff Sinabaldo. And so he and I podcasted right up until the pandemic began in 2020. And I got more involved in in coaching stuff. He got more involved in uh, some of the things that he was doing. And we Recorded a few episodes the last couple of years, but we are coming back in 2022. And we are excited to do that. Now, if you want to hear any of my podcasts, there are some other podcasts that I have as well. You can go to ecpn.tv, ecpn.tv to listen to all my podcasts. But now I am looking forward to 2022. I am a goal-oriented person. I have my goals set for the year. And I make a list of things that I want to accomplish in, for, for a very long time. I, and I should go back and find this. I don't know where it would be right now, but I had a list of 100 things that I wanted to do before I die. 
And it was a good, good list. And, and I've made lists similar uh, over the years. Most recently, again, at Free the Dream conference, we made a list of basically 50 things that we want to do before we die. And it's not a list of things that, oh, it would be nice to do that. It, it, it was a list of if you could have anything in the world, if you wanted to have a, a private jet that would fly you anywhere, anytime, put that on your list. Now, that was not on my list of 100 things that I wanted to do before I die is to get a private jet, but uh, it is it was an extreme list. But what it did is it, it would open something inside of me that enabled me to dream, to think about what do I really want? And nothing is out of reach for me in my life. So one of the things that helped me accomplish a number of things in my life a few years ago was to adopt a word that would guide me through the years. Now, I read about people doing this, and it was mainly when I first started doing this in 2011, it was through blogs. Uh, People would have one, two, or three words that they would adopt, and it would help guide them, and they would have their goals set around it, and it was a good practice. So 2011, I began doing this. And in 2011, my three words, I started with three was acceleration, mindfulness, and learning. Acceleration, mindfulness, and learning. Now, this was three years into my ministry as a pastor. There were certain things that I wanted to do to help accelerate my life. There were certain things that I wanted to do to just have mindfulness and be present to where I am. And I wanted to learn. I wanted to have opportunities to learn and grow professionally. And in 2012, my three words were transform, practice, and completion. Now, after my year of acceleration, mindfulness, and learning, there were things that I wanted to transform. There were practices that I wanted to start, and there were things that I wanted to do to completion. Now, after that, I realized that my ADD was getting the best of me. And while three words were great, I'm just going to narrow it down to one word. I'm going to use this one word And I am going to be focused on this one word. I'm going to set my goals around this one word. So in 2013, my word was play. I just wanted to go out and have fun and play. It was also a time when I wanted to play my guitar more. Before going to seminary, I played my guitar in coffee houses. I wrote songs. Uh, I wa- grew up as a musician. I went to college as uh, to be a musician. I studied the tuba. I sang. I played a number of other instruments, and I just missed that. So I wanted to find opportunities to play my instrument, but also play in my life, play with my kids. So that was something that I did in 2013. 2014, I started to have this feeling that I was being called 
to a different congregation out of New York, back to New England. So in 2014, my word was discernment. I was discerning, thinking about, praying about my professional transition in my life. What was God calling me to do? There was a number of things that I was looking at, and uh, we finally went to Massachusetts. So in 2015, I was uh, at this new church in this new community, and so I went back to 2012's word of transform because I wanted to have this idea of transformation to transform my life and things that I was doing. 2016, I adopted the word health. I wanted to be healthier. And, and during that time in 2016, I lost about 60 pounds. I was feeling better than I had in a very long time. I adopted even a, a vegan diet, and it was great. 2017, my word was inspire. 2018, my word was prayer. 2019, my word was breakthrough. I wanted to break through a number of things that were standing in my way to living the life that I wanted to live. And then we got to 2020. Now, 2020, my word was focus. Things were happening in my ministry. Things that I was really excited about. Things were happening in my life, and I knew that I was going to have a fabulous year. I wanted to focus on certain things. And that kind of went out the window a little bit. As we all know, life changed drastically in 2020. Now, life was off to a good start. I was training to be the president of my Rotary Club. Um, I was focusing on certain aspects of ministry. I was focusing on creation of different things, uh, of Bible studies and a new podcast and a bunch of different things. And I am an idea person, so I can have 10, 15, 20, 30 things that come to my mind, but... I said, no, I'm going to focus on these certain areas of life. Now, after that went out the window, my focus was a a little different, right? So I focused on my family. I focused on my friends. I focused on myself. And in 2020, while the world was shutting down, there were certain things that happened to me personally, right? It was the year when my father died. So I was able to focus some time and energy and effort on caring for myself and my family during that difficult time in our life. In November of 2020, I got COVID and I found out after my uncle died and we had to go to Pennsylvania to, to help out after he passed. So I focused on my own personal health of recovering from COVID. And thankfully, it wasn't a terrible case of COVID, but I came out on the other side. And then came 2021. And I knew that COVID was kind of still out there. I was hoping that maybe in a few months after the vaccine came out, that the world might not shut down as much. And and that did happen a little bit, right? So I said, my word is going to be create. I want to create opportunities for myself and my family 
in 2021. And I was able to do that to a certain extent, right? I spent the year creating content. Mainly, it was worship videos for my congregation. So I did that on a weekly basis, created a weekly video in 2021 from January until August. And even before 2021, in 2020, we created a lot of videos. But I also created other content for my congregation, uh, for other organizations, and I grew in my abilities to edit videos, to have a sense of lighting when you are creating videos and audio and getting the best audio and experimenting and just create, create, create. So that has been 2021. And now looking forward to this year. My word for this year is habit. Looking back at all my words, they have really helped guide me. They have helped me do things that I didn't think were possible. They, they've helped me become the person I am today. They've pushed me in a lot of ways. But to be honest, as I thought about this for this podcast and before this podcast, I, I thought that while these words were good and they helped me do a lot, not a lot has sustained me. When I think about my health, when I think about creating, when I think about focusing, when I think about transformation or learning, there's still some elements of that in my life that hasn't completely gone away. But after my word of health in 2016, it wasn't an area that I continued to focus on in my life. So while I had success in getting healthier and losing weight in 2016 and the way that I eat and exercise, here I am in 2022, and the needle hasn't moved as much as it did in 2016. So I want to create a habit of being healthy in 2022. I want to work out on a regular basis. I want to track what I eat. I want to eat in a positive, good, healthy way. I want to do some of these things, and I want them to be ingrained, not only in my life, but as a daily practice. I want to have time when I go in and I journal every single day. I want that to become a habit. I want to listen to my affirmations. I want to connect with my friends and not just doing it as something that I want to do, but I want it to become a habit. So that is my goal for 2022. And friends, it is going to be amazing. And it's not all going to happen right away. And there's going to be ups and downs during this process. But one of the great things about my full focus planner is that I have a habit tracker that I'm starting to use. I have goals that are laid out for me. So I'm fully understanding of what they are. And I have motivations. I have next steps. I have rewards. Man, this is going to 
be great, and I have set myself up for success. Now, as I record episodes moving forward, I just want to give you a little view of what you can expect from me and this podcast. I'm going to dig into my habits. I'm going to share how I create the habits. I'm going to share some of my successes and failures in it. I'm going to document transformational moments in my life. And in doing that, I'm going to give you tips and tricks on how you can be fully focused in your life, how you can have transformational moments both personally and professionally. And I am excited of what is going to become of this podcast. I'm excited to spend some time each and every week here for you. And the best thing that you can do for me right now is just to let me know that you're out there, to let me know that you are listening to this podcast, to let me know that you are getting some kind of value, if you are getting value out of this podcast. I am excited to share all of this with you. I'm excited to see what will become of this podcast and how it will transform my life, but also how it's going to transform your life. And for this very first episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. Thank you for all that you do in the world. Now, I may not know exactly what you are doing, but I do know that if you are listening to this, you are doing good things in the world. Trust me on that. Now, I'm going to close out. Again, let me know that you are out there. Let me know that you are listening to this. That will mean the world to me. You can just email me, joe at EmmausCollective.com joe at EmmausCollective.com. You can email me. Let me know that you are out there. And I hope that you have a very blessed week. Stay focused.